Canada Day. I'm not sure if a lot of people will be heading north, maybe going up to uh, the Great Lakes, uh, Georgian Bay, maybe going to Lake Huron to enjoy an extra, extra long weekend. But in past years, we talked about the water levels being extremely high on Lake Ontario, flooding the uh, Toronto Island. That was a big problem. I don't know if you've noticed if you've gone any farther afield, like if you've gone to Wasega Beach, which is on Georgian Bay, you may have noticed the water level has been rising. Like there's way less beach. In in fact, it is causing widespread erosion in some places. In uh, some places of Georgian Bay and Wasaga Beach, the sandy shoreline is now completely submerged and property owners are very concerned. Just to give you an idea of this, there's a property owner I was reading about uh, who said he used to have 150 feet of beach out front and now the property line is 15 feet in the water. It's out in the water. That is happening on Georgian Bay in Wasaga Beach. Now, I am uh, lucky enough to be able to use the family cottage in um, uh, Port Elgin on Lake Huron. I've never seen the water this high. It's eaten at the dunes. We don't have much beach left at all. So we're joined by uh, David Sweetenham, Executive Director of Georgian Bay Forever, to find out what the heck is up. David, what's going on on Georgian Bay and Lake Huron? Uh, hey, Kelly. Well, there's uh, there's a long, big story to, to water levels in the, the Great Lakes, of course. And like you mentioned last year, it was record-setting time on Lake Ontario. This year, it's record-setting time on Lake Michigan-Huron. Um, we've had uh, more precipitation over the last three years falling in the basin, the Great Lakes Basin, than we have ever in recorded history. So just a lot of extra water up in uh, in the lake system right now. And that's, uh, of course, completely juxtaposed to if we look back seven years ago, back in 2013, where up in Lake Michigan here on, we were at extreme low water levels. We set records on the low water level side. So over that seven-year period, we've gone from extreme lows to extreme highs. And if you, you listen to the researchers that are out there looking at climate change and hydrology and what's going on, um, what they are saying is that this is going to be what the new normal looks like going forward. Wow. So yeah. that means that, that more beaches will be eroded. I mean, like it is eaten into the sand dunes where uh, my uh, in-laws cottage is. And um, according to someone uh, uh, out with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, uh, as far as Wasega Beach and the water level in Georgian Bay is uh, concerned, they are five centimeters up this month. The average yeah, water level is now 12 centimeters higher than the record for the month sat, uh, set in June 1986. That's right. And we're, we're still headed up right now, but we are getting close to the peak. Uh, How do we know that we're getting close to the peak? Well, the, there's modelers that actually spend a lot of time looking at how much rainfall is coming into the system, what's forecasted. Uh, they can, they're, they're pretty accurate out six months. So when they look at things like what's going on in the Pacific Ocean with El Nino or El Nina and the Pacific Oscillation and the North Atlantic Oscillation, all these big, huge heat pumps, these big the ocean's acting like this big heat pump putting uh, energy up into the atmosphere and their models can take all of that information in and kind of give us very close predictions within that six-month window outside of that the uncertainty starts to creep in again and it gets more and more difficult to uh, to predict water levels but the models are pretty accurate so what they're showing is that up until august we will go up another maybe you know inch or a couple of centimeters and then come that, that August time frame, we'll start to decline again, as we normally do every year. The lakes fluctuate 
naturally from spring to uh, to winter. Uh, how then, how much naturally? I know we're not talking about the yeah, natural levels here, but fourteen inches usually twelve about a wow. foot naturally. But over okay. time, like the historic range of the lakes is about six and a half feet, two meters. You know, from the extreme low end to the extreme high end. So over time, we we have always seen that kind of you know six foot change. The problem that we're seeing now is that the models that are starting to to come out are showing that that six-foot range may in fact start to increase. And that, of course, impacts people uh, not just directly in the lake or or along the shoreline of the lake, but these increasing storms also cause more uh, sewage to be bypassed from treatment Mm -hmm. plants when when the storms hit, and that means more. Right, and they go directly into the lakes. Yeah, exactly, and that affects, you know, the recreational water quality and smells and so on too, right? And not to mention the ecology in the lake. Now, let's yeah. talk about the erosion. Can that be stopped? Is there anything that can be done? Well, there's a couple of things um, because there's erosion that occurs at the extreme low end of the scale and at the extreme high end of the scale, right? And and when you harden the shoreline um, and water levels drop to all-time record lows, as they did, uh, you know, seven years ago, those structures actually were getting undercut. So they were washing away because the water level was too low and the storms were coming in and cutting underneath them. Now, with high water levels, those same kinds of structures end up being overtopped, right? The water's blowing right over top of them. And if you look back in Collingwood uh, at Halloween last year, that nice little park on the shoreline and the, the storms came in, these big, huge waves, and just because of the high water levels, just washed out uh, a lot of the shoreline infrastructure. So it's a difficult thing to do. Of course, naturally, these processes occur, right? The, there is a natural process of shoreline erosion and the sand kind of falls in and then it gets washed down and makes somebody nice beaches. And a couple of years later, that beach may wash down a kilometer down shore and somebody else has a nicer beach. But there, there are natural coastal processes. It's really more about managing our expectations, what we've gotten used to. in the Right. And the, and the takeaway at the end of the day is that this is not going to change anytime soon. We're looking at high uh, water levels. There's no way to drain Lake Huron a little bit or Georgian Bay, make sure that the water levels drop. Yeah, there are no control structures that, uh, like in in the St. Clair River, which is at the outflow of Lake Michigan Huron, there's no control structures whatsoever. The water just flows out as it'll flow out. The only place we actually control any uh, of the water is in the St. Lawrence River, yeah. Uh, which wouldn't impact water levels at all in Lake Michigan Huron. And up in the St. Mary's River coming out of uh, Lake Superior, which, of course, last year was also at an all-time... Uh, it, they didn't set a new record, but they matched their previous all-time ever record high. Well, David, I'm so happy we, we reached you because I, I think it's uh, it has been concerning for a lot of cottagers and at least puts a bit of perspective on what's going on. The only good thing that I can see coming out of this is the fact that if there are no beaches to crowd, nobody can pass on... Um, you know, COVID-19. And so there's your silver lining, if it's anything uh, that can be called silver. David, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, my pleasure, Kel. Appreciate it. David Sweetman is the uh, executive director of Georgian Bay Forever.